Yo, 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 we are back. Episode, I do not know, but I am glad to be back for the Not the Same podcast Bible study. Rob gonna cheat and find out, man, but we are so glad and honored, honored to be back with the Not the Same podcast Bible study. We have a very good subject. Episode 27, you know what I'm saying? The two and the seven, that way ain't no gang gang, but Kane Kane, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. <laughs> talking Marvel. That's for your deep folks. But yeah, man, uh, we are grateful. Look at Rob. <laughs> we are so grateful and honored to be back with you for another Not the Same podcast Bible study. And we have a lot to dig right. into. We may be on this thing for a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? A few episodes, but uh, we're going to let the Lord use us. But before we even get into it, brother, how you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing real good, man. Like over here, um, Excited about tonight, getting into this. Um, a lot of people don't like to hear about reaping and sowing sometimes, but mm-hmm. understanding what that is. Yes. And, uh, yes. you know, a lot of people feel like it's just prosperity, prosperity, but mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it. So I'm, I'm excited, mm-hmm. brother. I got, I got a secret for people that they ain't going to like. The word prosperity is in the Bible, but this ain't a prosperity message. I'm just saying it is, it is in the Bible. Message. It is, it is in, the in the Bible. I'm just, I'm just saying don't get mad about that, but... Yeah. You know, it is. What up, D? What's up, D? See, D be on it. We appreciate it, you know D. Saying? Appreciate you, D. D. You always got our back. Always got yeah. our back. All right, man. Look, we were, we do want to, uh, anybody who's watching, do us a favor. Give us a like, subscribe, uh, hit that uh, notification button so you'll know the next time we are live, especially on these Bible studies, you know what I'm saying, on these Tuesday nights. And uh, we want to appreciate everybody who rebroadcast and not the same podcast, even the Bible study, like our brother said. His Hop Radio, salute to them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Sam, appreciate you there out in Vegas. Our brother Sam, and uh, soon to be on Praise 365 with our brother Scooter, who recently had a birthday, Scooter. salute to him. Yeah. And everybody else who's interested, you know what I'm saying, we appreciate that. But with that being said, brother, I think it's time for us to go on and get into the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? That brother, yes, sir. I thought yes, you froze sir. over there. But, hey, here we go. <laughs> The first, man, we'll get to our base scriptures. The base scriptures for this whole series, Understanding, Sowing, and Reaping. Number one is Genesis 8, 22, and also Leviticus 19, uh, 1 through 2, and 9 through 10. Now, concerning Leviticus 9, 19, 1 through 2, and 9 through 10, our whole um, message or Bible study is going to be basically the outline of this scripture. We'll be coming at it from whole different angles, and we may reuse this scripture a bunch of times. And mm-hmm, we're not being mm-hmm. lazy, but the Bible is almost like an outline that was put in the book, and it's like it's very, very good. You know what I mean? I just say that. Know what I mean? All right, so we're gonna get it in with uh, Genesis eight twenty two. We'll pull it up right here. Uh, we're not doing no definitions or nothing, brother. We we, yeah, we, we good? Just 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 hold. Okay, hold my, my, bad. Rude, my, my, my bad. My bad. My <laughs> bad. We got it's this. It's held, my guy. It's held. <laughs> All right, what, what am I reading before you yell, Rita, man? Let me, let me, let me, let me Rita, say it. All right. Rita, 22. <laughs> All right. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Right. 
All right, what this is talking about, seed time and harvest is another way of saying sowing and reaping. Because when you sow, you sowing, one of the essential parts of sowing is the seed, right? And you place your seed into good ground. And harvest is, seed time is like the space in between uh, the harvest sprouting up, right? So seed time and harvest, it says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So from the beginning, since the earth was created, as long as this earth remains, sowing and reaping will be in effect. And I want to say this even before we go even further. This is one of those, uh, I don't want to say universal, but okay, a universal godly principle because it ain't the universe. God created the right. universe. But when I say a universal godly principle, this principle works whether you're a Christian or not, right? This is just something that's in the earth. Just like if you uh, have sex with a woman unprotected, you have it enough times, there will be a baby. It don't matter if you saved or not, that is a principle that's in this earth. You get what I'm saying? Right. So just as much so, also seed time is seed time and harvest, aka sowing and reaping, is a principle that exists in the earth. It goes on as an example. For example, like that, like I said about the baby, right? When you have a baby, an egg gets fertilized. A seed is fertilized, right? And then it's harvested in the child. My brother Rob became a G pop recently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cool word right, saying right. grandpa grandpa, but G pop. My brother gave me G pop, got him a little granddaughter but seed was planted and then there was a harvest everybody celebrated about the harvest right so long as this earth remains this will always go like our brother nigel what's up brother appreciate you sliding through he said that's a law yes this is one of the godly laws thank you for saying it another way to say that this is a law that's in the earth that's going to happen no matter what right all right so next we will be going to i'm looking at like eight screens right now y'all forgive me we'll be going to uh leviticus 19, 1 and 2. Uh, give me a second. Rob, you got anything on this as we dig into this, brother? No, sir. No, sir. I'm, I'm standing in my lane waiting for my opportunity to read, brother. All right. Start with 1, <laughs> one and 2, brother. My bad. Go ahead, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the sons of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Keep. Oh, yeah, that's it. All right. Read that one more time for me, brother. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all of the congregation of the sons of Israel and say to yes. them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Sorry about that. Like D said, Rita. <laughs> Thank you. Dino, Dino. But yeah, man. So this, before we can even get into as a believer, like I said, this is a law that's in the earth. But for a believer, there's some requirements. Because once you accepted Jesus, all this stuff, that there's a different, let me see what I say. There's just different requirements for believers. And one of the things, mm -hmm. before we can even get into sowing and reaping, one thing we got to know as a believer, we need to be holy. We need to live holy. We need to uh, act holy and be holy. Now, what does holy mean? I'm going to let you read this, Rob. All right. What does holy mean? Webster's meaning exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Mm -hmm. Divine for the Lord our God is holy. The biblical meaning of holy. The Hebrew word for holy is Kadesh. That's right. Which means apartness, sacredness, or separateness, showing that God is altogether holy, sacred, set apart. 
one of the main meanings of holy is you to be set apart. Or uh, I've heard someone say like this, like cut out. You've been cut out from mm-hmm. the lump of everybody. So the normal people, everybody, you have been cut out from those people and you are set apart. You are different. So as someone who is, is uh, trying to be holy, it is very important mm-hmm. to recognize that you ain't like everybody else. It don't mean you're right. perfect. It doesn't mean that you're great. Don't mean that you're better than everybody else, but you are not the same. Plug to the shirt. <laughs> but right, right. You're, you're literally not the same as everybody else as believers. All right. We don't keep on um, going here. Go ahead, bro. Go I, ahead. I, I do want to say this about the, the holy word. A lot of times, you know, you'll get people say, oh, he think he holier than thou because they have a misconception of what the word holy means. Yes. If you're setting yourself apart. That's what holy is. So if yep. somebody is presenting themselves to be holy, you're setting yourself apart from the norm. So if mm-hmm. you go somewhere and you don't want to be around that and you set yourself apart because mm-hmm. you have standards of living holy, because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I just know a lot of people be like, oh, you think he's holier than thou? And they don't really understand that it's to be set apart. That's what you're right. supposed to be. So, right. Yeah. Now, this is a Bible study. Bible study on understanding sowing and reaping. It's not a Bible study on being holy, but to get to the point of sowing and reaping, understanding that as a believer, you need to be holy. You need to be holy. Now, and let me, let me go a little bit deeper on this. Now, when you got saved, you became holy, right? Other words, you became set apart. Other words, you are not the same as everybody else. When you got saved, you will never be more holy so to speak than when you first received jesus but what i'm talking about is more so the way you're living and acting out your holiness and we're gonna go a little bit deeper into that uh and the next point is how do you live holy rob go ahead brother all right how do you live holy in an effort to live a holy life it means that we should be deliberate in being distinct from those who do not know christ Mm -hmm. our god is different from all so-called other little g gods therefore Mm -hmm. we must live according to his will and give him glory it was god's original plan for his creation to be like him right so with that what that is saying number one you need to deliberately be different right you have to be able to accept that you're not like everybody else that's something that's hard for a lot of believers because once you once that holy once you start walking in your holiness and walking in righteousness, you recognize everybody else ain't doing this. And you recognize that you become kind of weird and you gonna have to accept it. Right? Mm-hmm. You gonna have to mm-hmm. accept it. You gonna have to be able to deal with that you're not going with the crowd, right? It's very important to know that. It says it was God's original plan for his creation to be like him. Adam, the very first man to ever walk the earth, was so much like God. That's what God originally planned for us to be like Adam. But Adam sinned, Adam fell. But we're supposed to be like him. We're supposed to try to live as holy as we can. Rob, you got anything else before we uh No sir? Uh go <laughs> I don't know why that song popped in my head. On to the next. <laughs> Think about that Jay-Z song. I know it ain't got nothing to do with this message, but it just popped in my head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I'm trying to move with my computer freezing. Hold on a second. Here we go. All right, now we're going to move into the part of sewing. What is right. sewing? That's what we're going into. But I, I wanted to let y'all know before we even get into that, this is a thing of, yes, it's a law that's in the earth, but, but, for, but for believers, we are required to live holy. It's very important. Uh, sowing and reaping will get greater benefits 
if we're holy. Uh, I'm reading what my brother Jerry said. Fully surrendered to the word of God, applying it to our lives daily, accepting all scripture as the word of God to live by. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. Definition of sowing. Go ahead, brother. All right. To sow, to plant seeds throughout versions of the Bible. Sowing is used as a, yeah, yeah. Sowing is used as a metaphor for one's actions and reaping for the results of those actions. Yes. So it's very, very important. Just like uh, if you were trying to plant a seed, you're trying to get watermelons, right? You have to sow a seed. Like I said, this is something, a law that's in the earth. You have to sow a seed. Now, sowing can go bad for you, too. If you sow discord, you will reap it. You will reap it. Say, Somebody say it again, brother. If you sow discord, you will reap Explain it. That. Explain that. Explain that. So just in case discord, people don't know. I'll give you an example. Someone who's at work, that messy person, that's always messy, always is somebody busy. I just, you know, this is not nothing I know. Rob ain't told me this. I'm just giving an example. Somebody saying, you know, Rob is always this. He's always this. He's all, just saying something like that, right? They reap that on themselves. Other people look at them. Yeah, they talking about Rob, but they messy too. What you sow, you will reap. It is a law in the earth. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Rob. I concur. <laughs> what he wanted to say. <laughs> we'll keep it moving, man. All right. Number one, how to sow. One, uh, A, pray. You want to know how do I sow? One one way of sowing, pray. Another way of sowing is to give. And we'll be going to the scriptures to James 5 and 16. I'll go to the screen in a second as I try to move over to that spot. James 5 and 16. I hear them pages moving. Rob got the real the real gun over there. I ain't mad at you, brother. Hey, for y'all who got that real, hey, for y'all who got that real Bible, I'm gonna let you know Leviticus probably stuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So we're <laughs> we're going. That ain't to, in my Bible. <laughs> right. James five and sixteen. Uh, yeah. James chapter five and verse sixteen. Give me a second as I go there. Let my brother read. Go ahead, brother. All right. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. Or the prayers of the righteous avail as much. Okay, as you hear much. the more yeah. common uh, uh, translation, the prayers of the righteous avail mm-hmm. as much. But what I want to indicate here is not about confessing your sins, but right here, pray for one another that you may heal. Look, this is about sowing and reaping. Look, things that you want to receive from God, Pray for somebody else about that. You dig what I'm saying? So if you want a promotion on your job, pray for somebody else for a promotion on their job. Seed, time, mm-hmm. and harvest. As long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will never cease. Right? But this is another yeah. area. Like I say, one of one, one of the ways to uh, sow is praying. Praying for others. Praying for yourself. Praying for your marriage. If your marriage is going through all type of hell, I'm not cussing right now, but if it's going through all different forms of hell and you want it to change, sow that seed of prayer. Sow that seed Mm -hmm. of prayer for your marriage. Don't just be the one to say, my marriage is just messed up. It ain't good. Guess what you're doing? You're sowing the seed of what you're talking about. We have to be careful what we say. Now, listen, you don't have literally everything you say. But right. what you believe in and what your heart gets planted to, 
A lot of times it'll come to pass. So we got to be very, very careful of that. So once again, this is uh, James 5 and 16. It said, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. Or the prayers of the righteous availeth much. That is very important. So pray. Yeah. That's one way of knowing how to sow, right, is prayer. Another way hey, is I got one. A... Go ahead, bro. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. no, I was just saying testimony with what, what you're saying about where it says, for one another so that you may be healed. Seeing his wife had some stuff going on, good things, you know, yeah. that was about to be a huge blessing for the two of them. And he would always come to me saying, bruh, I need you to pray, bruh, mm -hmm. I need you to pray. Pray that we make the right decision. Mm -hmm. I did that, celebrated with him. And, and in a couple of days, I'm going to be able to do the same thing that they was able to do. Well, you know, so we're going to be able to do the same thing. I'm sorry. We're mm -hmm. going to be able to do the same thing that they was able to do to yeah. get this, you know, to, to, to get in that position. So it, it does work, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not going to get into details of what it was. Just know right. I prayed and celebrated with, with, with him, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. now going to reap the same thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Also, it, that was a seed. Like Rob yeah. being glad. Now, that scripture's about that, being glad for someone else. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because a lot of times when someone someone gets blessed, we're not glad. We get we get envious. We get jealous. Envious. Why wouldn't me? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Right. And when somebody get a promotion, right. I've been here 40 years. Why I ain't got no promotion? Why this? Why this? But celebrate. That's not easy. It takes a mature person to be able to celebrate. But we need to do that. We're all believers. <laughs> we're not just mere men. We're not just mere women. We are believers. We are people of God. You get what I'm saying? All right, the next scripture uh, we will be going to, and it'll be on... Uh, how to give we'll go to second corinthians 2 9 and 6 and i will i'm gonna remind you guys again we're gonna go to a lot of scriptures maybe over and over again it's not that i'm repeating them but it's different points on these scriptures so i'm just letting y'all know you'll be like man that man went to this scripture five times don't worry about that <laughs> we'll be all right don't worry about faith that. comes by hearing and hearing yeah. not having heard so just read it <laughs> um, read her all right brother so we on uh second corinthians 9 and it'd be six through eight. All right. Now I say this, the one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And the one mm -hmm. who sows generously will also reap generously. Each one must do just as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. But mm -hmm. God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace overflow to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. Yes. So this is talking about uh, this is talking about sowing, and it's talking about how much you sow or how much you don't sow. Right now, we're talking about uh, you can sow by giving. It's very important to give. You know what I'm saying? You remember the old song back in the day, "Give and it will come back to you." Good measure, press down, shaking together, and running mm -hmm. over. Anyway, back in the day, that was yeah. Ron Canoli. Yeah. Back in the day, day. Listen, that's another scripture we will be going to, but it is very important. We should be having a heart of giving, a heart yeah, of gratitude. There should never be this word in front of a Christian, stingy. That should never be in front of a Christian because what you have, whatever you got, ain't got nothing to do with you. You dig on what you laughing at, bro? <laughs> Uh, nah, because uh, not nah, just a joke, man. I be stingy with my twizzlers. They be calling me Stingy Stanley, so I gotta stop it. I gotta repent. <laughs> we should never, we should never be stingy. And all of us have those moments. Listen, 
I, I'm a I'm a guy that really like ice cream. I mess with ice cream. You know what I mean? All different forms. And I don't mind sharing my ice cream, but you eat that thing all the way up, it's going to be trouble, trouble, trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because everybody hate when you got a taste for something and you knew it was in the refrigerator, especially if you're someone that has children. I know Rob knows this. You got children or a spouse, someone else living with you, you hate when you on the way home, you're like, yeah, when I get to the house, I'm going to smash this chocolate chip. I'm going to smash this Klondike. I'm going to smash whatever this is. And you come in the house, and it's not that it's gone, but it's just a little bit left. That, boy, that get on your last nerve, boy. It make you want to backslide. <laughs> hey, I'm going to blame them. Hey, I'm going to let them know they can thank you for the punishment they're going to get for eating my cookies and cream. <laughs> I better hear this. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever your favorite is, you know what I'm saying? Right, but right, right. on the other end of that, we should not be stingy, and especially when it comes to giving, whether it's of money, because that's one of the ways of giving. We're getting into that a little bit later, whether it's money or things or whatever it may be. The more I grow in my life, I'm not saying this in a braggadocious way. I learned about mm-hmm. this as a young man, about giving. And, you know, I used to hear the old saying, give till it hurt. I don't agree with that. <laughs> don't give till it hurt because what this scripture just say, you know, each one must do as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly. Right. Or under composure. You remember back in the day, if you go, if you've been in them something Acosta church, I don't care if it's Baptist or <laughs> Pena or whatever, whoever got Costa at the end, you've been one of them churches, like, hey, we got the hundred dollar line, we got the fifty dollar line. Listen, you don't need to be compelled to give unless the compelling is coming from the Holy, it's the Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's Amen. the only compulsion, so to speak, that you should be mm-hmm. getting when it comes to give. But God will give you something in your heart. It's been times where I've been in places where they be like, yo, we got this $1,000 line. And the whole Lord told me, you bet not get up. I felt that in my spirit. You bet not get up. Now, what that sound like? Don't that sound crazy? Because you may be in a congregation and everybody's shouting and they're dancing and they're happy. Hallelujah. And you feel energetic. You feel stirred mm-hmm. up because that's what emotions do. Mm-hmm. Get you stirred up. Get you feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They get to dance. They get on that organ. You hear this one little sound. They don't matter what church you get to. Mm, 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 mm. You start hearing that, <laughs> and the old heads whiz get to popping. You know what I'm saying? You need to be careful. Be careful. You should never give out of emotions. Only give by the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? It's very important because I say this: I don't want to give nothing and not reap. Now I'm not saying I just gotta reap off of everything, but I want to give biblically. I want to sow and I want to reap. I want to I want to reap a good return. You did what I mean? Say that, hey, say that again, man. You want to give what? I want to give. I don't want to give without reaping. Other words, oh, I want to give. I don't want to get a good return. I don't want to get like this little lightweight <laughs> uh, yeah. skeet return. You know what I'm saying? Because I gave right. out of out of compulsion or I gave out of uh, emotions because the service was good. That's not a good reason right. to give. You give because the Lord leads you. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. No, you said um, the one word you said, I want to give biblically. And that's what, I mean, because we are on a Bible study, y'all, and that's yes, what we're talking about. So the stuff that we're speaking on, now listen, if you go to a penna, a Baptist, a fool, or whatever it is, whatever we're, not knocking your, we're not knocking your denomination. So no, please not. understand that. We're not here to try to bash you for whatever your denomination may be. What, right. we're, what C is saying is strictly whenever you do this giving, because it says chill for giver. You don't yes. want to give, and then when you walk out, the next thing you know, mm-hmm. Now you don't know how the bill going to get paid. 
that's not how the Lord works. He don't not, put no, stress no. on you. You know what I mean? He doesn't put stress on you. And now you, well, I'm just waiting. And then the 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 cutoff notice came because you were com compulsion. You know right. what I mean? So don't feel, don't ever be in a situation. And, and I'm speaking from experience. Don't ever be in Absolutely. a situation where um, you can't give, you know what I'm saying? Or it's your last and you can't give it because you got to do this. Now, again, this is the importance because C said it earlier. And my bad, C, but C said Not it earlier. Um, pray. You know what I mean? How to sow? Pray. If you're in mm -hmm. a service like that and you praying and the Lord say give, that means guess what? He got something coming and he mm -hmm. may be testing your faith at that point to let you know, okay, I did it because I've seen and heard testimonies where someone gave and yeah. then the next thing you know, they they reaped the they reaped the a, 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 a very very good Absolutely. harvest. Absolutely. But if you don't pray and you don't know and you getting caught up by your emotions, mm -hmm. yeah, hey, you you you'll find yourself in a situation and then now your relationship with the with the Lord is jacked up yeah. because you got in your emotions and in, in, right. in the midst of the of the um. It, the, you know, the stuff going on around you. I don't want to call it shenanigans, right. but you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, see. D said earlier, get caught up and give your rent a mortgage. That's kind of what Rob was talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have to be careful of that. Like I said, man, if you don't, if you have not really communed with God a lot, it's hard to understand or hear his spirit if you have not been mm -hmm. communing with him a lot. So you could get in a place like that, and like I said, Folks will get to shouting, they get to dancing, somebody give a great testimony where the Lord literally told them to do that. And then you try to take it for you. But the Lord told them. You have to be careful. You know what I mean? Because listen, That's I'm, right I'm going to say this again. It's very, you got to be very careful when you hear a testimony and the Lord told them specifically something. And they tell the testimony of what God get, did through them. And then you get to kind of manipulating the scriptures. Well, God ain't no respect to a person. I can take that for me. No, he ain't a respect to a person. But if he gives you a rhema word, as they say, or an individual word, uh, uh, a word of knowledge for you, then it will right. work. It will work. But it may not be the exact same thing what they told somebody else. What he, I mean, not they, what he told somebody else. God may have told you to give your car and you get to riding on the bus. And you get up there and tell the church and everybody shouting, hey, man, because you end up getting a Lexus or getting whatever, you know, get your Tesla yeah. now or something. You know, get, yeah, get yeah, you a nice yeah. vehicle in return. And then 10 people in the church go do that. And then they just riding the bus for 10 years because the Lord, <laughs> just because the Lord told that person, that person something does not mean that you can grab it for you. And a lot of times I'm not getting on any preachers. I'm not it getting happens. on any preachers because, listen. I try my best to be the best man of God I can be, and I'm not perfect. But know the word for yourself. If a preacher tell you, yo, hey, if that's for you, grab it. Yeah, that's great. If it's for you. And if the Lord yeah. say, mm-hmm, yeah. do that. But if the Lord don't say do that, don't be foolish, man. Don't be foolish. Yeah. Be careful, man, because there's a yeah, lot of people. Careful. A lot of people have been hurt, and they end up leaving the, the house of the Lord for stuff yeah. like that. And then they end up yep. blaming the pastor. And the pastor may be... Listen, pastors ain't perfect neither. They can get excited, get to saying some stuff. Listen, man, listen to your, listen to the Holy Spirit. If you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is living in you, and he will speak to you. Listen, be careful yeah, because man. your money is important, man. Listen, money ain't everything, but the Bible also said, like, Bible say the, the love of money 
is the root of all evil. But the Bible also says money answereth all things, which means the Bible ain't contradicting itself. It just means, yo, if you in love with money, it's a problem. But money is important. You need money. Any ministry going to need some money to fund it. Yep. There's scriptures in the Bible where Paul was talking to the basically his ministry partners and say, yo, y'all agreed to do this. Don't be reneging. Don't be reneging. That's in Negro words. One word words. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a biblical thing. There's nothing wrong with money. It's wrong with the love of money. But anyway, let's get back to the subject. The subject is sowing. And I'm going to read the scripture one more time. We'll move on. Now, I say this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. The one who sows generously will also reap generously. Each one must do as he decided in his heart, not reluctant, reluctantly or under compulsion. That is very, very key. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound or overflow to you so that you have an all sufficiency and everything and you may have abundance for every good deed. Listen, God has plans to provide for you, but just because God has plans to provide for you don't mean you're supposed to be rich. Ain't no promises to be rich. It's a promise to be provided for. And that's the most richness you need to know that your bills, your lights ain't getting cut off. Oh, that's the most richness you need. Trust me, fam. Because if you ever been to the place where them lights got cut off, I bet, man, let me tell y'all a story. And then we're going to move on. It was one time, this is back when me and my wife, we used to stay in the Memphis area. We used to stay in Olive Branch, Mississippi, right? It was the 4th of July. My lights got cut off on the 4th of July, bro. And this is the problem. We had the money, but I was trifling with our paper. I was a young man, young married, right? And our lights got cut off. My wife looked at me. And I ain't going to tell y'all what she said, but she was not happy. You know what I'm saying? She was not happy. Now, praise the Lord, we was barbecuing that day. But, you know, if anybody knows my wife, she is a cooker. She enjoys cooking. It is her creative outlet. She has many creative outlets. But one of her greatest creative outlets is cooking. She is a cooking specialist, right? So we barbecuing and she in the house. All of a sudden, you hear, on the 4th of July, bro. On the 4th of July. So when I say... His plan just for you to be provided for is all the richness you need to have a safety note. Oh, these lights ain't getting cut off. Because if you've been to that place where them lights getting cut off, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm a person that ain't never grew up one day in the hood, but I know all about struggling. <laughs> I know all about struggling with a C. I know all about it. So, anyway, Lord. Help me, Jesus, because that, 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 that took me back, brother. <laughs> that took me back, back, back. Anyway, let me get to it, man. Uh, Where are we at? We're going to room. Luke. Yeah, what what to sow? Luke 6 and 38. All right, let me go. Uh, let me pull it up, though. What to sow? Yeah, so. No, that's not, that's, that's not what to sow. That's where to sow. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, there we go. What to sow? Two things that you can sow. One, money. Two, good works, right? There's many things that you can sow. You can sow, uh, you can sow clothes. You can sow it's all type of things you can sow. But I'm just gonna go with two of them because this is gonna be a long series. But number one, one of the main things that you can sow is money. Your money. It it, it is, uh, it's not easy to sow money, especially if you ain't had it a lot in your life. That's not easy. That's not an easy thing to do, but it's important. It's a very good thing to do to be able to sow money, to be able to give to people, even though you may not be all the way on top, top, top. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. an important thing. Go ahead, Rob. 
Oh, I, I don't, I don't have anything. Um, bro, so I don't give I mean, no money. I ain't gonna talk about this. I'm kidding, no, bro. I'm messing with you. Uh, um, <laughs> a Negro but shop let me tell y'all something, right? right. <laughs> you better Not ask somebody. Joking. I'm kidding. Bro. He joking, man. I'm joking. joking. I'm joking. Um, but when you do so, because I know we're not going to get into this, but when you do so your money and your good works, mm. you don't have to let your, you don't got to let your, your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Say that folks. again, brother. Every, everything is not to be Messy. blasted on social mm-hmm. media as we get ready to go in what you sow, because the Bible also talks about you will receive all the blessings just from the praises of man. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but when you sow, Make sure you sow as unto the Lord, regardless yes. of how you sow yes. it. Yes. You ready, right, brother? Going th- uh, 38, brother. Okay. Give and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. But by your standards of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Very, very popular verse that gets yes. used most every service. Yes. Now, this goes for money. It goes for anything that you would give. It's not just money now money is not a bad word when it comes to being a christian i want to say that right for you to desire to be taken care of is not a bad thing for you to desire to be successful as a believer is not a bad thing for you to desire to be greedy is a bad thing for you to desire mm-hmm. to be uh like my brother rob he got a house for rob to look at somebody oh these peasants ain't got no house that's a bad thing for rob to <laughs> desire to have a house there's nothing wrong with that. You dig what right, I'm saying? Right. For him to desire to have a very nice house, there's nothing wrong with that because just because we save don't mean we're supposed to have the least. The least, you know what I'm saying? Now, we're not promised the best, but we promise to be taken care of. I want to keep going back to that. We're not promised yeah, the man. best of everything, but we're promised to be taken care of. Now, some people don't get the best because they never gave anything. But some people get the best because they've been givers. I give an example. I know my brother Rob. I'm say this. Long as I know Rob, he's always lended his home to somebody that's struggling. I say it like that. He's always my brother has always done that. No matter where he stayed before he had a home, he's always lend lend a bed, a couch, all the time to somebody that's struggling. Now my brother got rooms plural in his house. You think that would now he may not have known that at the time. That, that was a seed, right? Because hey, he lended the smallest of whatever he had, he always would lend that to people. I known that because I'd be like, bro, I ain't, I ain't getting nobody, no room <laughs> in my house. <laughs> That's me, though. God had to help me with that particularly. But my brother has always been generous with that. And I'm showing an example how, look, bro, look where he's I, at I didn't now. Real, I didn't never even realize it. Like that. I, know, right. I never looked at it like that. So praise God for that one, man. Like, yeah. wow. Right. My yeah. brother never thought about it like that. And the Lord just revealed that to me. Like he's always been that way. I known Rob. Long as I know Rob, he stayed at three different places and all three different places. He's lended a couch or whatever to in- myriad different type of people. It don't matter. He's always been that type of person. Listen, give and it will be given to you. They were pouring to your lap. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. But by the standard you measure, it will be measured back to you or other words give and they'll come back to you so it's not all about money but it works right. for money too if you ever done business with me per se i am a person that i learned in my 20s the importance of giving and sowing money i learned in it because i got i caught and i, I someone helped me catch that 
God will always provide for me. I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm not saying that God will, I will make God do that. God's word says that. And once I realize that, then I realize that if he tells me to give, son, go on to give it because he's going to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Not because I'm special or whatever, but because I'm one of his children. But that works for you, 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 everybody that's watching, everybody I see on this list, Miss Ward, Nigel, uh, D, anybody. If you're a part of his kingdom and his body and he tells you, yo, give my man this. Now, a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'll talk about something, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, people in word of faith circles or whatever, they talk about this and it gets perverted. And a lot of people from other doctrines don't talk about this. But look, this is a biblical thing. If you give to people, including money, it will come back to you. But you don't give to you don't give for it to come back. Does that make sense? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? You don't give That's like I'm gonna big. throw out all this money so I'll be rich. No, no, it's not about that. Out of the goodness of your heart. That's what it's about. And I'm gonna give right. y'all an example. Like I said as a teenager, before I was married, I said one day I'm gonna give a car away. You know, I grew up in I grew up in a in a in an arena where people were doing stuff like that, right? My mom and them, I never saw them do it, but they would talk about it. And, like, for me as a young kid, I would hear stuff like this. Like, well, why I can't do that? Right? It was a great example to me. But I said in my heart as a youth, I'm going to give a car away. I've given one away. You know what I'm saying? No, I didn't. I, I never made one post about it. I've given one away while I stayed in St. Louis. I never made one post about it. It was one person I tried to give a car to. And you know when you when you're blessing somebody, you know the Bible says you don't let your right hand, with, let your left hand know what the right hand doing or whatever. Right hand doing right, right. You don't come on out and just be like, "Hey, bro, how you doing? I'm, I'm supposed to give you this car." No, no. You know I asked somebody, "Hey, yo, you know how you doing? How you doing with this?" And they was like, "No, nah, I'm straight." They don't even know I was gonna give them that, right? But they blocked me. You know that's another part. That's another part to this sowing and reaping. There's something about that, right? You got to know how to receive things too. A lot of people. I'll give an example for myself because I'm the one leading this right now. It's hard for me to receive compliments, right? Rob knows that. Rob will say that all the time. That's why it's hard for me to put out music because it's hard for me to receive compliments. But receiving just as important it is to sow and give is important it is to receive. Because, like, if I uh, I see my brother Jerry on here, like, if, I, if the Lord told me to give Jerry a X amount of dollars, right, and he don't receive it, he holding me up. He holding up my blessing. <laughs> right. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm not being Bless selfish, but I'm just saying there's, there's a part of that, too, receiving it. It's right, very right. important. Anyway, go ahead, Rob. No, no. You're on point, bro. You're on point. You, you're in the vein, as we, as we joke about sometimes. We can go to the next one, man. Uh, if, you, if you are Hebrews 13 and 16 is where you was at. Good works. All right. Let me get to that. Uh, as I go to Hebrews, brother. Uh, Boy, on fire. Oh, it goes five. What, you, what is 13 and 16? Is that right? Yeah, um, 13 and 16. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I actually have my laptop right in front of me, but I just don't want to just be looking down, you know. Yeah, All right, I 13 and 16. Let's go, brother. And do not neglect doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. All right. So once once again, like I said, there's multiple ways that you can sow, but it's part of the life. Like I said, it's seed time and harvest will never cease, right? 
So this is a law that's in the earth, but then it's also things that we're supposed to do as believers. And like I said earlier, stingy and the word believer should not go together. Stingy and the word Christian shouldn't go together. You got to be able to let things go. A lot of us sometimes won't let something go, right? Especially some some of us that came up with nothing, for example. You know, um, I'm going to give you all another testimony. So there was a point. When we was uh, when we didn't stay in St. Louis, we had you know we was in a wealthy place as they say, you know what I mean. We were straight, we were doing real real good. We had a home, you know what I mean. We had a few cars. We was doing real real good. And there was a point that God I know, God was calling me and my wife to move to St. Louis, and we was resistant about that. You know what I'm saying? And you know a lot of people, you know uh, a lot of people, especially where I came from, we don't like to say God giveth and taketh away. You know what I'm saying? We don't like hearing it. But I say this, God give us, then sometimes if you're disobedient, some things will be allowed to be taken away from you if you're disobedient. Yeah, so for like a year's time, we knew we're supposed to be moving. Now, we didn't know exactly St. Louis at first, but we knew we were supposed to be moving. And we was in this great wealthy place. And we went from a wealthy place to on our face, so to speak. Nothing. Lost everything. You know what I mean? Lost a lot of stuff. We'll just say that. A lot of stuff. Now, Rob knows me personally. It's been re- restored multiple times over. But if I would have just been obedient, right, and just gave what he was leading me to give, I wouldn't have went through all that. He was telling me, hey, y'all need to move. You need to move from your hometown. You know how hard, let me tell y'all, we have very few family members here. Krista has zero family members in this city. So we're supposed to move to a place where there's no family. I got a few that stay here. But. That's not easy because a lot of people love their people. You know what I'm saying? Right. But right, God was right. telling us to move somewhere. So we moved. Thank God we got to a nice church. I met, I would have never met my brother Rob, my best friend. If I didn't, if yeah. I wouldn't, if I wouldn't get pushed into obedience. Because I ain't gonna say I was obedient. Brother got pushed, shoved, kicked. <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> it's it's smooth. You know, that smooth transition. That's for the people that's obedient when he said it first. And when it's hard and tough ground and hard ground, that, that's when you you don't you don't you don't uh, obey quickly. Let me say it like that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But anyway, I don't know why Lord keep, keep giving me these rabbit trails, but hey, I, I, we just gonna flow with. Nah, it. somebody somebody need to. Hey, um, Jerry, you funny man. Uh, Jerry said see. he wouldn't rob you of a blessing. I wouldn't want to do that to you. You need my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, you know what I mean? So, you know, like I said, you know, I grew up in circles where a lot of people don't like that saying, God giveth, God taketh away. But I, you know, it means that. But let me just say this. If your disobedience can, make, can allow stuff to be taken away, we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, God is over everything. So, hey, some stuff get took from you. Yep. You know, and I know that's not a happy message, but... uh. Yeah. I'm just saying. Amen. So listen to the Lord when he gets to talking. All right, where was I at? We're going to where to me, sow. Where to sow is the um you. your fourth your fourth point in Malachi 3, 6 through 12. Yeah, there we go. So where to sow? Places to sow. Now, this is just two. There's plenty of places to sow. Where to sow? A your church. If you are mm-hmm. in a church and you're in a ministry that is feeding you, that is giving you the word, and they are doing right, right? And I know a lot of people, especially people of color, have this mindset of, I'm not going to get that preacher my money. Listen, let me tell you something. Now, Raymond, word from God. Every preacher ain't taking your money. Right. 
Every preacher ain't taking your money. You know what I'm saying? The church is an example of God's house. Also, you are the church. But a church is an example of God's house. So you should invest in kingdom work. If your church is doing missions works, if they're doing missions in this city, because it's important too. Because the church shouldn't just be doing stuff way over there in Kuwait somewhere. But St. Louis looking raggedy and they ain't doing nothing to help it. If your church is doing mission work outside America, in America, in your city, and they're taking time to feed your family, what well, I mean feed your family with the word, if they're taking extra time to minister you one-on-one and all that, invest in that house. Let's, yes, yeah. I know literally when you give tithes and offerings or whatever, it goes to the church literally, but it's a representation of you giving to the Lord. It's very yeah. important. And if you sow to your church, your, your church may grow. It may get bigger. It may get better because of your sowing and your blessing. It's not your job to fully fund the church. You individually, you ain't supposed to drop the full building fund. You know what I'm saying? Unless the Lord tell you to. But you're supposed to give your part. You got to be led. And sometimes you may be believing God. I'm believing God for a house. Well, you might need to help the house of the Lord be built to get your house built. You never know. You dig what I'm saying? Sometimes. Sometimes. So we'll be going to uh, Malachi 3 and 6. This is also a very popular scripture but i'm gonna come from come at it from a different angle than what we know and then we probably have to get closer hold up because time yeah, is flying hold up wait it time is flying real quick man lord malachi 3 6 through 12 let's go ahead and get these last two in then brother yeah and then we'll uh be back with y'all in a couple of weeks all right brother go ahead all right we're starting at six right yeah. yeah for i the lord do not change therefore you the sons of jacob have not come to the to an end from, my bad. oh brother you, you my bad, my bad. Go, okay. go. all right all right from the days of your fathers you have turned away from my um statutes and have not kept them return to me and i will return to you says the lord of armies but you say how shall we return got you okay there we go would anyone rob God, yet you are robbing me? But you say, how have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the entire nation of you. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and put me in the te- and put me to the test now in this, says the Lord of armies. If you do not open for If I if I do not, if if I do not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out <clears throat> excuse me for your blessings and until i need to go back and read that brother that scroll like threw me up so forget forgive me y'all i'm gonna i'm gonna start over i'm sounding like MC Phonics over here yeah we're gonna go from the beginning all right for i the lord do not change therefore you the sons of jacob have not come to an end from the days of your fathers you have turned away from my statutes and have not kept them return to me and i will return to you says the lord of armies but you say how shall we return okay now i'm gonna scroll mm-hmm here we go. Would anyone rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with the curse, for you are robbing me, the entire nation of you. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and put me to the test and put me to test now in this, says the Lord of armies. Okay. Um, yeah, there we go. Okay. If I do there not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. All right. So this is a very popular scripture when people are doing doing the tithes and offerings. Let me say this though. The offerings and tithes of that time was for the Levitical priests. What's up, bro? Two more, two more script, two more. Oh, my bad, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
scroll down a little bit, brother. It goes down to 12. I just looked down and just happened to notice it. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, brother. Then I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor will the vine in the field prove fruitless to you. I've got one more. Okay, that was it. There we go. No. All the nations will call you blessed, for you will be delightful land, says the Lord of armies. All right, yes. go ahead, bro. So it's up to you whether you want to tithe or not. It is a biblical principle, but uh, it's very important to understand that what this was talking about at that time, that's why I said food. It was talking about literal food at the time. Now, in that time, at that point in history, I don't believe there was even real money. It was ag it was a, a agricultural place. So it was an example of money by giving food, giving donkeys, giving uh, goats and stuff like that. That was this change rate. It wasn't like coins. Coins didn't really come in until the New Testament. So, but my, maybe, maybe I'm not sure if I'm not positive, but let me just say this. What this was talking about was food, and I don't want people to get stumped by that because a lot of people get real stumped about how I want to give 10%. And it's not about the 10%. It's about a heart issue, right? It's about heart issue. It's about your heart is like, do I want to give to God? Do I want to sow into the house of the Lord? And like I was talking about earlier, what's very important is sowing into good ground, a church. So most churches speak on this. and But we have to be careful for, because you may hear this at your church, if they're emphasizing the curses part, don't let nobody scare you into giving. We, said, we read earlier, Composer. God loves yeah. a cheerful giver. Remember we said that? Remember yeah. the word said that? So you should never yeah. be pressured and pushed like, oh, you're going to be cursed if you don't. No, God loves a cheerful giver. And you should give what's set up in your heart. If you want to give your yeah. 10%, give your 10%. If you ain't ready to give your 10%, ask the Lord to help you. But allow nobody to pressure you into it. You know what I'm saying? Don't never allow nobody to do that. We got to be careful of that because a lot of people, people are people. Let me say this. Pastors are people. And they got bills to pay sometimes. And I'm not saying all of them are like that. But some of them be like, man, we got to get this thing. And they get to having five or six offers. Look, man, pastors got to trust the Lord too. They're not exempt. Everybody, Nobody's exempt from faith, right? We all got to believe man, the Lord. Right. At the top, pastors and prophets and teachers, everybody got to believe the Lord, right? So when it comes to tithing and giving, well, I really wanted to illuminate the giving part keeping the house of the Lord filled or whatever and things like that. Remember, it is important to do, but allow no one to pressure you, pressure you, get, you, get you in fear. Listen, faith and fear don't exist in the same room. They it don't exist. Not. So if people putting fear on you, and I'm not trying to hate on any church or nobody, because some people just don't know no better. They get to saying that stuff, and they have you fear. like, man, if I don't get my tires, I'm finna die. No. Tradition. It, 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 it comes down to tradition. Right, it comes yeah. to tradition. And, and I'm not I'm not we're not hating and not coming against yeah. no church and no right. doctrine. We're not no, with no, that. No, no, and no. I'm not trying to uproot. I'm listen, bro. This right. hey, if you don't like it, do what you do. All I'm saying is God loves a cheerful giver. You give out of the goodness of your heart. Free will offering. Your from your will. Because God listen, God didn't God don't make you come to him. Why he gonna make you give money? You know what I'm In saying? General, he may draw he you, he may pull yeah. you, but he give you a choice. You dig what I'm saying? So if he ain't gonna make you do that, he gonna make you yank the money out your pocket. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. All right, uh, let's get to the last one because it's at fifty-one. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we do it. Yeah, What's Proverbs 50, eleven, 20, Proverbs eleven, 
um, 24 through 25, and then we can we should wrap be able to wrap this up. Yeah. And this right. is the, uh, we are in Where to Sow. The first one was church. This is people. Mm-hmm. So it is important to sow into people. Go ahead, brother. Um, no, nah, that was it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was just waiting on the scriptures. I thought the brother about to go in. I'm like, go ahead then. No, 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 no. All right, this is Proverbs um, 11, uh, 24 through 25. Go ahead, brother. All right. There is one who scatters and yet increases all the more. And there is one who withholds what is justly due, and yet it results only in poverty. Mm. Okay, 25. A generous mm-hmm. person will be prosperous, and one who gives others plenty of water will himself be given plenty. All right, so this goes back to... Uh, this is like giving to people. Another way that you give, you can give to people, literally people, right? Yeah. If you know someone is yeah. in need, you know somebody got like five kids and they struggling to get something to eat, listen, I will give no names. Me and my wife, my wife does this all the time. She'll cook something. Hey, she'll call people. Hey, y'all y'all want this? You, come, you can have this. You know what I mean? Now, she may be thinking in her mind, I'm doing this just to get the food out of my house because I don't want to eat it. But at the same time, that is giving. You dig what I'm saying? I've given people shoes, clothes, or whatever, because at the end of the day, if I'm holding tight, that means I believe that God can't replace none. And that's not true. Is God not right. sovereign? Is God not mighty? Is God not awesome? Is God not, you know, the greatest giver that ever existed? You know what I'm saying? The greatest right. gift that God, right. and I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with this. Seed time and harvest will remain. As long as the earth Remain seed, time, and harvest will never cease. I wrap it up with this for tonight, and we're we're gonna go in, you know, the next couple of weeks. The greatest seed ever given was Jesus, right? People talked about Jesus. They talked about him in the Old Testament for years, years. There's a Messiah coming. All in uh, the prophet Isaiah was going in. There was mm-hmm. types and shadows going in, going mm-hmm. in, and there was a seed deposited in Mary's womb, right? And then it was birthed a son. One, seed time of harvest. It was seed deposit in Mary's womb. Next thing you know, the son of God comes up out of Mary, right? First seed. Second time where it happened, Jesus was deposited. He died. Went down. You know, some people say he went to hell. Went to hell. And I ain't going to say all that. But it do say he went down to the lower parts of the earth. Went down, was resurrected. Again, seed time of harvest. But that death, burial, and resurrection made it available for anybody can receive him as a Lord and Savior. That death, burial, and resurrection gave you a chance to be able to be with the to be able to have a real relationship with the Almighty Father. That seed time of harvest of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, when He died and He rose, you was given a chance, an opportunity, just like right now tonight. There's an opportunity for you to choose Jesus. We have to remember that, right? God looked on us. He looked at Rob. He looked at Chris. He looked at uh, Lil T. He looked at Nigel. He looked at us. He said, they need a savior. Right. He, they need redemption. When Adam fell, he said, the only way to fix this, when Adam fell and messed up, that's why if you ever heard of somebody say a second Adam, call Jesus right. that, because he reset what was messed up in the garden. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's a chance and for, for all of us to be saved. Now, in the Bible says, he said, Behold, I wish to, above all that all men would be saved. Now, we know all people ain't going to be saved. A lot right. of people are going to reject them. But I ask that you would not 
This this is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. What will you choose? Now, I know this will be replayed. Hey, baby, my wife, Wade. I know this will be replayed, you know, time and time again or whatever. And you may not see this live. But I ask you today, you who's watching this video, you who's watching this Bible study, choose you this day who you will serve. Will you serve Jesus or will you reject him? Because at the end of the day, that's all that that's all that's going to matter. If you receive him, it's almost like, yo, red pill, blue pill. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? There's a right. world, there's a world that's open to you with Jesus. And there's a world of death without him that looks like it's good, that looks like it's right, that looks like it that looks like it's fun. A lot of people that's having all these fun, these stars and all that, are living dead. They walking dead people, like the uh what they call them that was on uh that that show. Uh, you said it. The Walking Dead. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. around here like The Walking Dead. Don't even know they did. But Christ came that you could have life. The seed that was put in the earth, the Son of God, that risen up, is now sitting at the right hand of the Father, gives you a chance to receive him. So I say this. If you don't know Jesus, you can know him today. You can know him right now. He can become your Lord and Savior. Listen, you ain't got to understand everything, but understand this. He died for you so you can live. He died so you can live, to give you an opportunity to go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to promise you riches and glory. No, it ain't about that. The greatest gift is that you get to live with him forever. And if you accept him as your Lord and Savior today, you will be saved and you will be set free. You know what I'm saying? And if you receive Jesus tonight from what our conversation and us going in the Bible and us talking and what I just said right now, find you a good church home. Get involved. Don't just, you know, be there. You know, slip in late, slip out. Get involved. I'm preaching to my own self. Get involved because I love just go to church and come on home. Because all my life I've been involved. And it's easy for me not to be involved. But it is important to be involved, be a part of this body, of your local church. Go ahead, Rob. No, man. you You don't touch that. So as I was saying, man, I pray that uh, some of y'all receive Jesus today. If you're watching this video, man, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. You are not a failure. You are not uh, a reject. You are not unworthy. He called his. He called you so worthy. He died for you. Someone literally died. Somebody allowed their son to die, so you can live. You dig what I'm saying? So, no greater gift. We're talking about sowing and reaping. No greater gift for him to die for you. With that being said, hey, we'll be back in uh, about two weeks. Got a long way to go. We got a lot to get into, man. But, hey, sowing and reaping is good. Hey, I'm giving you some homework. Give something this week. Give something to somebody. You know, there's there's some giving that's led by the Son of God. But giving is good all the time. You know, give somebody a dollar, help somebody out, buy somebody a meal, do something like that, man. Do something for somebody other than yourselves because it's great and it's important. We are believers. That's how they know us. Right. That's how they know us. You know what I'm saying? His love and how uh, by his love and kindness we have been drawn. drawn, Right. How how they going to see that love and kindness through us believers. So show somebody some love and kindness. We're going to be back in uh, two weeks, man. Rob, any closing remarks before we get up out of here, brother? 
No, no, no. Hey, thank you everybody for came, who came through and stayed with us throughout the um, study. Again, before we get off of here, we were not bashing anybody's denomination, any no. any type of um, none of that. Only thing we're talking about is the word of God and edifying yes. the body, and that's what we're here for. Yep.